you know, we 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 had a hard time finding people like, you know, just for like a while. For 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 what while? Well, like for like all of yesterday. <laughs> all, of, all of yesterday? No, it wasn't that bad. Well, I, I don't one, know about you, but I, I was like in the middle message. of gaming. I sent one text that. message. Oh yeah, and they said yes. It's you, know, you know, just cue the intro. Hello guys, Two Latin Brothers Podcast, also known as TLBP. I'm Victor. And I'm Adrian. And my brother has brought someone. Yes, I have brought someone. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Haley. Uh, should I say how I know you? Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess you could. I mean, if you want to give them the right I mean, up. I could just like ask, you know, <laughs> how did you two meet? <laughs> well, yeah, so we went to high school together. We were in the same guitar class. Yeah, that was uh, that was an interesting class for one of two reasons. One, because like... When I, when I, well, for stars, I wasn't supposed to take that class. I was supposed to take another class, but they threw me in there because I, I couldn't have a spare at the time. So I got thrown in there. And then on top of that, I didn't know who was in that class. And I just sat at the back and then she sat next to me and then I'm like, oh, my new best friend. <laughs> yeah. And actually I sat next to you like halfway through the year because at the start of the year, I was sitting at the front and these guys at the back kept telling me like, sit beside us, sit beside us. And then one day I got to class and my chair was gone. <laughs> And uh, the, chair, like, the people on the other side of me moved my chair back there. So, but it worked out well. Yeah, it did. Um, also, that class had like every grade in it. Yeah. Like from grade 12 all the way to grade 9 because it's like a beginner yeah, guitar it's, it's class. A beginner guitar so class. like it's just everybody's in there. And it's like so confusing because also the other thing too is like if you're new to the school or whatever, you don't know anybody. Now you know every like everyone in like every grade. It's, it was like really interesting to be in that class. Yeah, because yeah, I was like, in grade 9 at the time and you were... Yeah. In like grade, in grade 11. 11. Yeah. I was in grade 11. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's... Yeah, it was cool class. I think I was one of the only grade 9s too, so it was cool to meet a lot of different people. I think there were like three, because there was another guy too, like who sat at the front. Mm-hmm. Don't remember his name right now, but I remember I used to pick on him every time we would have to do like a guitar test in front of the class. Yeah. And he'd be like, pick somebody. He would always make this face like, not me, so I'd pick him. <laughs> do you still play guitar? A little bit, but I haven't improved that much since that class. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was a beginner guitar class. I mean, yeah. I mean, my brother's picked up the guitar again, like not too much, but like he's picked it up again because quarantine. So, well, I mean, in this in this room alone, we have like four guitars at any given oh. moment in time. So it's like we have five guitars because well, he plays guitar. So one, two, three. Yeah, There's like I've been yeah, trying to practice, but. My strings just broke and haven't been able to get new ones. So, no, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was like one of the, I don't know, there's there's a lot of things I remember about high school, but that's definitely mm-hmm. like, I don't know, I enjoyed that class. Yeah, like I do a lot of art. I used to do a lot of drama, but I was like, well, I already know how to do those. So I'll just take something totally different. And yeah, I'm glad I took that class. I'm the complete opposite. I'm like, I know music. Let's take guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, learn something new, like, well, like, you know, like having instructions on guitar be a lot more useful than instructions, something I already know about. So true. Like, I mean, I wasn't that like, I don't know, I wasn't that bold in high school. So like when I was in elementary school, I figured out music and it like clicked in my head and it was just something I was good at. Like it got to the point where when I was in, in grade eight, I think I was like most likely to become a musician or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah, because, like, people were like, this kid's so good. Like, I don't understand it. Like, what was going on? And then I was like, yeah, I just spent, like, six hours doing this yesterday. That's just it. That's all it took. Six hours. Here we go. <laughs> but um, the thing was is that when I got to high because I was in a different high school before I got to the high school mm-hmm. we attended together. So when I switched to that high school, I didn't really know anybody. And there were, like, I think, like, some, like, eight or nine people who had gone to elementary school with me. But I wasn't friends with those people. Like, I knew of them, but I wasn't, like, really close yeah. to them. So then I just decided to, like, keep my distance. And and then uh, I had to go figure it out. And then grade 10, I was essentially learning. By grade 11, I was like, okay, people know me as the music kid. Might as well just stay in that lane. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's kind of how it happens. Um, so I guess I'll ask a question because you don't really know much about this person. <laughs> I mean, I could always ask, like, uh, well, she said she liked drawing. Yeah. So what, what kind of, like, drawings do you do? Uh, I have no real style. I've been trying to just figure out everything. Uh I've recently been doing digital art, so mm. I've been like making prints and stuff to sell on Redbubble, but yeah. that's the only reason I started doing. 
I recently just told my brother of that of that website, and oh, it's just really? like because oh. he wants to make us merch, and I'm like, no, like I was I was gonna like test a few products just to see like if it would work, you know, like if it would sell, you know, just test a few designs. Yeah, because he's really set on us selling merch because you know someone wants to wear our logo on. I mean, I had a few people to tell me to just be like, yo, give me a hoodie, I'll wear it. I mean, yeah, but like those are friends of yours. We just gotta like walk in commercial. <laughs> yeah, just walk in commercial. You should do that though. He's like. I mean, I don't make much money off of it, but it's still fun to, like, if someone buys it, it's still cool if someone bought something you designed. Yeah, that's fine. Even if only one person yeah. buys your merch you make for that, that would still be cool. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's kind of like what it was. When we started this podcast, mm-hmm. we were getting, like, I remember we, we uploaded the first episode, and within, I think, like, four days, it had, like, 25 plays. We were mm-hmm. losing our minds. We were like, that's it, we beat, we beat the pinnacle. <laughs> yeah. Like, we didn't advertise, this we didn't say lot. anything about it. Yeah, it's really. getting views. So yeah. then we did the next episode, and then the same thing again, and then we kept it kept just going Growing. up and up. Yeah. And then when we hit the thousand mark, we're like, now what do we do? <laughs> There's, like, a thousand people who bought into this, and now we're just rambling because we're stuck in quarantine, and there's nothing to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, the formatting that we have is, like, we'll do one-on-one where it's just me and him. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have a guest on. So every other week, there's a guest on. Because of that, it has been incredibly challenging logistically because every other week we have to find someone. And we try not to, like, repeat the person over. Like, we've done it. We have well, one of my friends. He's been on three times. And one yeah. of my friends, if I think, has also been on three times or yeah, four. But, <laughs> but, like, in well, actually, technically two times. Because the third time, that was, like, our end-of-the-year wrap-up. Yeah. And they're like our best friends so we had them on again but like there have been instances where like people will call or like text me like a day before hey i can't make it or hey i can't do it and i'm like okay well i have to record literally tomorrow and upload tomorrow so how on earth am i gonna do this (laughs) yeah yeah it'd be really hard coordinating with people like that oh yeah no i have a friend who he said he would be on and then the first time around someone like passed away then the second time, um, he had like an exam, and then the third time, um, he had tickets to, or he won tickets to a concert or something like that. So like, Dude, I have to go. I have, like, I have to go. Like, I, I can't, I cannot go. <laughs> so I was like, okay, fine. So like three times in a row where we scheduled and we planned, and something came up. But I mean, his Instagram story was fire that day. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like stuff like that, where it's like, you know, it's like, I guess. It's interesting seeing the contrast of how people live their lives and stuff. But now that we're all in quarantine and no one, everyone's bored, everyone's yeah, been saying yes. Life. We're all just sitting Well, inside. I mean, like, people have been saying, like, yes, but they're just like, I can't at this time. Because, like, they're doing something with their family because yeah. all they're doing is being home alone, right? Well, together. Yeah, like, us, it's been, like, it's always funny because the amount of time we're spending with family is, like, it's so challenging. And the, th- the thing, too, is, like, I spend so much time with him now. We're almost tempted to just be recording everything we do. Yeah, because yeah. we're running out of content. We're, we're using up the content before we record it. So it's like, what do I... And see, it's sometimes I say something and then it's just like, you have to say that on the podcast later. And I'm like, what if I forget to say it? <laughs> You're like using up all of your conversations before it starts. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's become very challenging. It's like we see each other and I'm just like, hey. And he's and I'm like, oh, there will be times like, hey, I have to tell... I'm like, tell me on the podcast. Because <laughs> it's like... Like, unless, of course, it's, like, a personal thing. Yeah. Like, that's happened to us. Like, then I won't be, like, I'll tell you on the podcast because, like, that's, like, serious news. <laughs> but, like, or but it's it's gone very challenging with that. Also, because we live together, it's, like, and, like, before, I think I'd only see you, like, maybe, like, in the morning and that was it. Yeah. Because, like, I was yeah, in like, college. Yeah, you know, say about your day, right? Like, what did you do today? You were there the whole time together. Yeah. So. It's super challenging. So what did you do today? Oh, you know, sitting beside you. <laughs> <laughs> Watch TV all day. We've been binging like crazy. Yeah, that's my life. Been yeah. binging nonstop. Um, so you do. You've done a lot of traveling. Yeah, so where are the places like you've 20? gone? As far as uh, I know, a lot of countries. So I've been to a lot of like Western Europe. Uh, I've been to Turkey, Israel, Japan, Singapore, Hong Kong, um, places in Africa. Yeah, and I would... usually go on like a trip a year at least. See, this is the kind of life I want to live. <laughs> <laughs> I just lost count there. <laughs> All right. It's like, so it's, uh, I think it's like 20 countries I've been to so far. Wow. But yeah. Yeah, hopefully, I think one day I would like to go to every country in the world, but we'll see if that happens. Wow. That's a, that's a very ambitious goal. I wouldn't, I, I can't. He's I like, just, he's like, I, I, don't, I don't know. It's like when you get to North Korea, it gets a little, it's a little like, ah. Uh. Like, yeah, I'll say, I'm going to save some of those countries for later. I hope if I wait long enough, maybe things will improve. <laughs> You're just like, the demographic right now is or, or, not so or, good. We're all waiting for his sister to take over. Yeah, or I'll go to every country, but some of them I 
can just go to for like a few hours. Just, you know, I'll go to Korea. I'll go to North Korea for a day, come back. <laughs> <laughs> right, because they're going to let you walk in for a day and then come back. <laughs> you, you can. You can go to North Korea, actually. Oh, of course you, you can, can. But like, I don't know. It's like, it's one of those like. It's questionable. It's, yeah, it's not that it's questionable. Yeah. It's more like, it's like, it's like this gray area where like, should I like. What if I say something wrong, you know? Well, that's what I'm afraid of, right? Like, <laughs> I just like I just like write on my papers mute. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna start with uh, North Korea. I'll start with some other places. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, um, actually, when we were in high school, mm-hmm. I just remember this. I think I've told this story before on here, but there was a student who went to Thailand. Yeah. And their teacher told him that spitting in Thailand, like on the floor or anywhere, is like punishable, like by death, essentially. Because you're mm-hmm. spitting on, like, holy ground or what? I can't remember what the law is. So the student was, like, he went to Thailand. He had a good time, whatever. And someone saw him spit on the ground. Or I think a cop saw him. He got arrested. Wow. And he, he had, like, he had a phone call. And he called our teacher. Because he was a, he's a lawyer at the time. So he's, like, mm-hmm. look. He's, like, I told you. This isn't my field. <laughs> you, need a, you need a proper lawyer. I'm just a teacher. Also, how did you get my number? <laughs> yeah, like, I was in a, I was in Singapore. And there... Uh, chewing gum is illegal kind of for the same reason they can't like, spit gum out in the streets and stuff um so yeah, you can't gum. buy yeah, gum can or chew gum, gum. there's a lot of reg- i'm also i'm applying to go abroad to singapore for school next year so i was oh, reading wow. more about their laws and everything and one of them too you can't be naked in your own house which how <laughs> would anybody like, know how do you shower <laughs> yeah that exactly how do you like change you can your only clothes, be naked right? in the in the bathroom of your house <laughs> It's like I in the center of the like house too. So there's no windows. Window. But yeah, there, there's some. There's a lot of different rules there that you have to follow. I remember there was um there was I, I, there's an episode we have where we talk about like crazy laws like that. Yeah. And like uh there and some of them like that have been around so long they've never changed. Like mm-hmm. laws have, like forgotten laws like, basically. Like laws have just essentially been forgotten. Like I remember like in it's in South Carolina. I think it's in the state of South Carolina. Where you can't carry ice cream in your back pocket. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like who who did that in the first place though? If that to be a law. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's like there's another state where like if you get hit by a car and you fall on the car, you have to pay for damages. Yeah, like, like how does one fall like get hit by a car and fall on said car? Like how does that the happen? car would have to it's be, be so right, roll low. over the hood. I mean, it'd have to be like a car that's scraping the floor. <laughs> it's like a go kart. <laughs> yeah. It's like, man, you have to pay for that now. <laughs> but like stuff like that, that I just I find like, what is? It? I think Cuba has this really funny one where it's like your house cannot be the color of sky blue. Really? Like very specifically, like it can't be sky blue. And like there were like sky blue, like yeah. I mean, I there was like a there was like this long ongoing theory that one of their rulers had a had like a was like colorblind and he yeah. had a hard time with with sky blue so everyone's like that's why that law came into place and it's been there for like who knows how long and it just it never changed but i mean like why would you want your house to be like sky blue i mean what if i want my house to be sky blue i, I now have i don't have that option anymore you're not gonna want your house sky blue you know what if i want a camouflage what if i live like at the top of a mountain and i want my house to like camouflage with like the sky so it's not even there i'm not even gonna respond it's like how, <laughs> no it's like how people have pink houses i understand that Wait, how do you understand that but not the sky blue house because your house would stand out more the whole of intention of pink is to stand out would a blue house not stand out though i feel like nah, i don't see it. i mean <laughs> if we were like in a neighborhood and they were like all these houses, right? They're all like these, like. I just think, why are you so blue, man? Like, <laughs> why are you so sad all the time? Your house is sad. See, pink is all energetic and like I'm here, but like blue is just. Well, pink is that card that says, "Look, I'm here." I always found that interesting. Yeah, it's because it's like a lighter shade of red. Yeah, because red's attractive, and then a lighter shade of red, which is pink, is more like you know. Now I'm stating my presence. <laughs> I remember this. Uh... <laughs> because i've taken a lot of psychology in, in college and one of my professors like if you ever want to get the attention of somebody just walk in with the like the brightest shade of red you can possibly find to okay. get their attention that's all it takes swear walks in with like a neon highlighter pink shirt <laughs> no and this girl <laughs> sun blazing no, off this, you. this girl in our class was like what if the guy's colorblind though yeah <laughs> like, what if you can't see red my grandpa is colorblind, and he has a lot of, like, bright red or uh, bright green pants that he thinks are brown. <laughs> so that wouldn't stand out to some people. Wow. Uh, what is it? My uh, When I was in grade 7, our, my, my, we found out that our teacher was colorblind, mm-hmm. and all by accident. Um, this girl was wearing this, like, uh, like emerald green sweater, mm-hmm. and she had just bought it. She was all excited about it. And she walks into class, 
And he like, without like, you know, just joking around, he goes, nice yellow sweater. And we all like turn and look at him. We're like, he's joking, right? He knows it's green, right? We're all like, sir, it's green. He's like, no, it's yellow. And he got like really upset with us. He's like, no, guys, it's yeah, guys. Did you all agree to like play this prank on me? Like, guys, it's it's yellow. And we're all like, no, sir, it's it's green. And he's like, he's like, I, I just and then he like he had like this whole moment of like realizing he's like, it's a green sweater, isn't it? And we're like, yeah. And he's like, oh, guys, I'm colorblind. And we're all like, what? Just <laughs> <laughs> like that specific shade. Yeah. But it was like it was so funny because like he got so mad with us. He was like losing it. He was he's like, like you guys are pulling a prank on me. Yeah. Like, he's like, it's not even April Fools. Yeah. Like what? Is... <laughs> it was yeah. it was great. But like going back to the traveling thing. Mm-hmm. Out of all the countries you've been to, which would you say was like the the best, the best experience? experience? Yeah, I was gonna say that. Sorry, um, there's different countries for different reasons. I would say going to Africa was by far the best experience, but there was a lot of good things about other countries too that were very different experiences. In Africa, it was just such a different uh, place that ever. Like, it was so different than anywhere else I'd been, um, and that was cool. Like I got to actually meet people and talk to local people there, which is a new experience because often when you're a tourist, you kind of I don't know, you just go to tourist sites and stuff, you don't really interact with local people. And that, I think, is really important. Um, yeah, there was a whole, like, like, there were so many things that happened there, too, which were was way out of my comfort zone. Um, I had dinner one night just in the middle of the savannah, surrounded by lions. Like, they were, <laughs> it was the middle of the night. We wanted to see the stars. So we had people people arrange for us to go eat under the stars because it was the Southern Hemisphere. And we'd never seen stars in the Southern Hemisphere before. And uh, so we had a few people with flashlights looking out for lions while we were eating. And <laughs> at one point they turned off their flashlights so it would be pitch black so we could see the stars properly. I was thinking like, there's still lions out on the hunt around us. So that was a pretty... So you were like, I'm doing this with the safety of my own life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those stars must really be worth it because uh, it was interesting. There's, like, there's just so many other experiences in other countries too. Like when I was in Israel, I think that was a really interesting place just because of all the history that's there. There is so many... like. So much of the world is impacted by all the history of Israel. There. And uh, yeah, I had some weird experiences there too. I had blue hair at the time because like, I went there. Oh, when <laughs> you know, I was, this is going already. <laughs> so I had bright blue hair and these people didn't realize what hair dye was. And people kept assuming my hair was naturally blue. So that had a lot of weird experiences too. People were like asking me to pray while touching my hair and I let them and uh that was it would have been like like, there's that one teenager who's like anime's real guys there are (laughs) girls with blue hair out there yeah yeah well yeah I couldn't explain to them that it was fake because they didn't speak English so (laughs) just gonna let it happen it's like uh, it's like how uh, they say that if you have really curly hair and you mm-hmm. go to an Asian country, people will ask to touch your hair because everyone there has straight hair. Like curly hair isn't oh, yeah. like a natural trait that they like genetically they don't they don't possess. So when they see someone like really curly hair, it's like, yo, how did you do that? <laughs> it's like, what sorcery is this? Yeah, going to uh, Asia, a lot of people will take pictures of you if you're a tourist. Uh, so when I was there, like especially when I was in uh, China. People would come up to me all the time, take pictures with me because I guess they like never seen a white person and they would hug me and take pictures. But it was even worse for other people. There was this one black girl once who was there and people were fighting over who got to take pictures with her because wow, she was wow. such a like interesting sight, I guess, to see in China. They which, were losing. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's like one of those like uh, it's it's more like it's it, it kind of plays on both sides, I guess. Like for like for you, it's like it's like oh, these people are so welcoming and they're so nice. But for them, it's like I haven't seen someone like this besides from TV. Like I'm standing <laughs> next to someone, right? Like because so, it makes them feel like they're in the TV. Well, I mean, you also <laughs> got to consider that in China, there's like a billion people. People, right like mm-hmm. and they're all basically the same people like not to like general over generalize but like they're all the same race at least so for them to see like like especially if you i'm sure if you would have gone like out into the countryside to some little town you probably would have been the first white person to ever walk through that town yeah well i think it was often tourists visiting beijing and stuff from yeah. the more rural areas i think in yeah. beijing it's not that uncommon but sure. yeah i think for people who live in the villages in china and stuff this is a new thing for them so that was really weird too and i have friends who lived in china for periods of time where they were treated totally differently than the locals and they were like they had they felt like a celebrity almost walking around the countryside and you know, it's a weird experience that must be all of a sudden you're like i'm famous <laughs> and they're like tag me on that insta post and then they're like we don't have that here and you go right 
forgot. You guys don't know what Facebook is either. <laughs> yeah. That's like, uh, I think that's one of those, uh, it must be, it must be almost kind of polarizing at the same time. It's like, for all mm-hmm. these people, you know, like, I mean, like, if you're really shy and like, in like, inward of yourself, I mean, I would, I would probably lose my mind. I'd be like, who are you? <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> yeah, like, when I travel, I think it's really cool to kind of learn about the culture and kind of immerse yourself in it a bit. But it's hard to do that when they treat you so differently. <laughs> like, oh, even if it's sure, a positive yeah. thing, but yeah, it's like, still, like, yeah, you don't I remember, get to connect them. I remember when, well, you, you experienced this more recently. What When we go, like, when we go to visit my mom's town in Mexico, they, uh, most people go, like, when I tell people, oh, you know, I went to Mexico, whatever, oh, so you went, like, to the beach, or whatever, I'm like, no, I, w- I went to go see family there. And they go, what's that like? Because a lot of people have gone to Mexico, but they yeah. don't know. It's not, like, Mexico, they Mexico, it's the resort, yeah, you know? They only, yeah, they only know the resort part of it. They don't know. They don't know real Mexico. The other part of Mexico, right? Like, so mm-hmm. it's, like, trying to explain, like, that Trying to part, explain, like, a, a, a downtown market is like, that's, like... Like, we have markets here, but not, like, markets over there. It's almost challenging. Yeah. Because it looks like chaos, but it's organized. It's a really organized chaos. chaos. <laughs> <laughs> There's people everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard to explain. And most people never, like, I don't know. There are a lot of people, especially in Canada. I find that there are a lot of people who have never left Canada in their entire life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I know so I've many people. To, I've never been to very many places in Canada because I feel like, it's such a big country to go somewhere on the other side of Canada. Is it almost the same price as going to Europe in a way? <laughs> like, yeah. No. Um, it almost feels like you're wasting. What is it? There's, to go a, to... <laughs> there's a girl who is in my program. She's from uh, Nunavut. Yeah. And she was telling us that it was cheaper to go to Cuba than it was to go to back home. Well, yeah. It's, it's and like I was like, that's travel around Canada. Yeah. I'm like, that's crazy. And she's like, well, you have to understand. She's like, it's a small, it's a small plane, and there's like, it's like. A 12 person plane she's like no one's going up there and i'm like wow that's that's far and she goes yeah, yeah. So, she, so it's like crazy expensive because literally only like 12 people are on the flight she's like i've been on a flight before back home where there was only four of us and i was like it feels like a private jet at yeah i'm point. like that's crazy like and she's like yeah so it's like crazy expensive because no one's going up there and yeah I'm like, that's actually when I was in Africa, I had to take a plane like that too, where we had to like charter a plane because there's not it wasn't a normal tourist flight. Like we had to take a plane just for my family and hire that plane to come get us. And there was only four seats in it. The pilot told my sister to move her leg because she was blocking the controls. Like it was that small. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it was such a different experience because you're not at an airport or anything. I mean, commercial flight. There's no runway. You just land in the sand. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, and hope for the best. <laughs> Yeah. yeah i'm sure there's well i mean stuff like that is uh must be interesting for sure i wonder how like like especially oh well, i mean in canada too it's like we're so big like well i remember um we had an aunt who was like or i think a cousin she was like oh guys i'm coming to canada i'm coming to vancouver we're in ontario <laughs> we're in southern ontario and we're like we need to explain something she's like well i'm like we're closer right now currently where we are i could fly to you a faster to where you are in mexico than flying to vancouver and she's yeah, like yeah i have that same experience she's like wait what i'm like yeah i'm like the flight there is actually faster than to the flight to vancouver it's like longer because of how big canada is well, it's good, like to get to like vancouver is like six hours or something yeah and to get to like uh, the part of mexico that she was in it was like five it's like five and a half hours yeah, right. yeah, I have so a travel Instagram account, and uh, so I know a lot of people on there from all over the world like travel. And whenever people come to Canada, they'll message me and be like, like asking me for advice. And so one guy's like, "I'm going to Vancouver. Do you know any good places to get a drink in Vancouver?" I'm like, "I have no idea. I've never <laughs> <laughs> so far from Vancouver." And like, it's he's like, like "We a... should meet up sometime while I'm there." I'm like, oh, <laughs> you have no happen. idea. You have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, uh, but like, I don't know, I, I like we've explored like Ontario fairly well, like we've been to like different parts mm-hmm. of it and like, especially the southern part of it. Mm-hmm. And I keep pushing for us to like venture out into the northern part of, of Ontario. Mm-hmm. We've also gone a lot into Quebec as well, because we're like, it's like right there. Yeah. But I think a lot of times um, people don't explore like within their own like area, like like you were saying, like, I don't know much about Canada, but I think you should do that. Like it'll, yeah, it'll I would like, it, to. like there are a lot of like back roads in Canada that are just like they look like out of a movie. No, actually, uh, recently we left town just like to go for a drive because like, you know, we can't really do anything else. So we just went for a drive. And we made it to like this like little town that looked like out of a movie. 
it didn't even look like it was Canada at that point. We were just like, what is this? Like, <laughs> Yeah, it was like one of those, like, you know, like when you watch like uh, one of those like Hallmark movies and they show like the uh, like the house and the street and they pan mm-hmm. and they show like all the house. It looked like it looked like that. Like everyone had like their lawns nice, like all these like white door houses, like white pit- picket fences. We're like, this is like out of a movie. What is going and on? There's like kids like there's like kids like look like playing with each other but like from across the street like they were like friendly and like everything we're just like wow i go back to my neighborhood everybody's grass is like semi all right you know like <laughs> it's cracks on the ground <laughs> but like it's it's really it's really interesting like you can go like even for us like a lot like i have i have a bunch of pictures on my instagram of our area and like some of them i literally look like i'm in the middle of the woods they're like where did you yeah. take that where, where are you and, and I'm, I'm literally like, like 15 minutes yeah, away from downtown I'm, I'm like <laughs> yeah but i'm like i'm literally like five minutes from my house guys like i'm not it's yeah. not i like i'm not even like in like the middle of nowhere They're like that can't be like, it's like it's the like, picture of the pond we uploaded to our like podcast instagram yeah like we got people like messaging us like where is that like that's not canada did you guys leave <laughs> We're yeah like, like i live like so close to downtown and at the same time uh i can walk to a farm and I have like uh, a creek right by my house and stuff, and like uh, it's so weird. There's like, there's so much wildlife. I think that I would like to explore more of Canada because so much of it is just wild. Yeah, and there's mm-hmm. so much to see. Like what is it? There's a there's a, a national park. I can't remember which one it is, but it's like between uh, uh, British Columbia and like in well in that area. Mm-hmm. It's like in the northern part of British oh, Columbia. Um... But it's it's so big. They say that if you go off the trail, you're likely to get lost because they say it takes three days to get from one end of it to the other end of it. So you literally have to camp. So they're yeah. like, to you get through it. So you can't like, like physically, they're like, they're like, they don't recommend you going off trail because you'll literally get lost. And then I'm like, that's terrifying. It's a real <laughs> yeah. life maze. Yeah. I'm like, imagine like, like a bunch of like, it's like fall, all the trail gets covered by leaves. That's it. It's over. <laughs> You're lost. Yeah. I know a lot of people in like archaeology actually learn a lot about like archaeology in Canada because there's still so many sites here that haven't even been touched. And there's still so many things to discover within Canada because a lot of land people just don't go to oh yeah yeah like, we're, we're we have we have way too much land <laughs> yeah, i mean it, it's 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 a big country yeah i mean but like china explained to people like especially when like because i'm still in touch with a lot of people who went to high school with us who are international yeah. students but like when like, i don't know i'll be like on a group call or something and like one of their friends will like ask a question like how big really is canada and then their friend will be like well it's big and then they like and then like, no, no, what does the Canadian have to say about it? I'm like, well, I'm like, okay, look, picture this. In, in Latin America or like in Central America anyway, most countries you can cross in like a five-hour drive. Mm-hmm. I can drive five hours and still be in the same province. Yeah, no, like, like I would and be I've traveled like, and I've like been an inch across, on the map. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've driven across multiple countries in Europe within a day. Like whenever I go to Europe, I do road trips. But in Canada, you can drive for days and like yeah. barely one province so like it's an actual challenge to drive across canada yeah like yeah. The, the the country our dad's from it's el salvador mm-hmm. and i was doing the math a, a while ago i think i was like a, like still in high school seeing the math but i found out that that country fits in quebec something like 15 times wow because <laughs> it's so tiny and my dad's like well yeah it's like you can drive across the country and like less than five hours like four hours like from one end to the other and i'm like seriously he's like yeah he's like it's not that big and then i'm like it's like this little chip crumb on the map <laughs> but yeah, yeah i would love to live in a van one day and drive across canada and then down the state like through the west coast and to mexico i think that'd be a cool trip and that'd be like six months <laughs> to drive all that yeah you're gonna need a lot of tire changes <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> you know you're gonna eat up them tires <laughs> like uh what is it i remember uh i was this one time we were joking around with my dad we're like yo we should like one year we should just drive to mexico and my dad's like that's insane like you just fly there in like six hours like why would he why would we just drive there though and he also he's like he also he's like i wouldn't want to take our car he's like we'd rent a car <laughs> yeah like the other day, but because of that he's like but honestly it's like you'd have to drive there he's like and when you get there just to drive around in said area, he's like, you would have to change your tires. He's like, because they would literally be worn out by the time you get there. It'd be so. nice and smooth. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, because of like all the miles you're putting on, like, cause it's yeah. so far. Yeah. Excuse me. But he, but it was like, it was so funny. We're like, we're like trying to find out like the logistics behind it. And it's like something like almost like three weeks driving. And then I'm like, but that's like nonstop driving. And he's like, so with stops, because we have to stop every day. Right. He's like, 
we're looking at like over a month to travel. I'm like, how did people do this before? Like, yeah. like well, you like see, that that would be it. Like, like they travel to a location, they literally create settlements, live there for a few generations, and then another generation would decide to leave. Like, I just, <laughs> that's like crazy. <laughs> like, they wouldn't get to travel it's again. Like how, that was the trip. <laughs> it's like how people keep going to Florida to vacation. I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> You know, I, we, it took us a year to get there. We got we, we were there for like a, the summer, and then we came back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, like I take a lot of history courses, and like seeing these trade routes and stuff. It's it's crazy how people used to travel so much, before, like just on those old ships and everything. Where like you would be gone for three years yeah, to go. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know. I think people back then were way more braver than we were. I mean, like, we yeah. barely explored our own planet, and we're already trying to get to others. Well, like, <laughs> well, like what, what, there's this, like, thing on Instagram that went really famous that was, like, going around. It was, like, viral, where it's, like, I was born too early to explore the Earth. No, I was born too late to explore the Earth. I was born too early to explore space. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, oh. There's no middle ground. <laughs> I was, like, oh, that's so true. We're that awkward generation where there's nothing to... <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's, I feel like... A lot of people have taken up exploring like abandoned places. Yeah, so you can kind of yeah. like, rediscover areas like that. Yeah. For sure, like there's like like lost cities that are like buried into the ground. Like the people oh, like, are rediscovering. What is it in, in? I think in Russia, there's a there's like a whole city that's like a, it's like an underground city. And I I, I think like I can't remember when that happened. It's, I think it was like a, a really long time ago. But I was reading about it, how um they did like the math of like because of all the rooms and all things. And they believe that anywhere between 2,000 and 3,000 people used to live in the city underground. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. And like the entrance to, to it is like super like, like it's, it's, it's it not like, like a cave. <laughs> no, it's, it's not even a cave. Like it's like a, like a hole in the ground. Like you think an animal lives in there. Like you walk by and you're like, oh, that is probably like a groundhog or like, like some, a really, some a really big groundhog. Like, like, no, like it's like a <laughs> groundhog or like some kind of fox live in there. Like I don't, right? Like it's not, it doesn't look like an actual a, entrance. Yeah. Like, like there's just this hole in the ground and you're like, 2,000 people live down there. It reminds me of those like Steve Ember books. Do you have to read those as kids? Oh, I actually no, but I did read the first one. Like which books? The City of Ember. You know, oh, the, oh, there's yeah, a movie. Yeah, 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 I think yeah. you saw the movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know what books. I just didn't hear what she said. <laughs> yeah, the people who I mean, it's an interesting concept. Don't get me wrong. Very interesting concept. For those who don't know what the City of Ember is, it's about people. Well, the end of the world or the world is gone to chaos. And they put like a bunch of people underground in this city for 100 years in order to like save humanity. And they're like humanity's last hope. But then they leave them like a box of instructions when the 100 years are over. But then the box gets lost over time and all this other stuff happens. And quick rundown, the box opens a couple of years after it, they're supposed to leave, at which point things are starting to fall apart. And the city's like basically holding on by like a thread. And then these two kids find the box and it kind of goes from there. I'm not going to spoil the ending, guys. <laughs> in the end. <laughs> well, yeah, so it's like about these, this guy and this girl. I can't remember their names right now and how they help their society or how they figure out what to do when the box like is it there's a problem when they solve it <laughs> like every book there's a yeah. problem and they solve it that's really it but yeah it's uh I, or you can go watch the movie i don't know how good the movie is it's been a minute since i've seen it i don't remember nope just remember i know i watched it but no i can't remember it right now it's been a minute <laughs> i wasn't actually i was in grade seven when i read that book yeah i was probably like around the same i feel like everyone kind of has to read it in class no, I read it. I read it because okay. So when I was in elementary school, me and the librarian, we really got along for whatever reason. I guess it was because I was a nerd. <laughs> but uh, she would always like every time she'd get like a new book would come in. She's like, "Hey, I've been saving this book for you. You should read it. I just finished reading it." And I'd be like, "Okay," and then I'd read it, and then I'd go back, and I'd be like, "Yeah, it's actually really good." Well, so she would read the book before even. <laughs> well, yeah, no, she, she would read like before all, letting the students have a so, go at it. There were so many books she read, and then like uh, even when we were in high school, the librarian, me and her, we had so many conversations about books and stuff, and like there's like, and she's like, you know, for because I'm dyslexic, she's like. For someone who's dyslexic, you do a lot of reading. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to overcome this problem. And she's like, but your brain's just hardwired that way. I'm like, I know, but I'm working on it. <laughs> I mean, like, you can read fast, but, like, you'll every once in a while, you well, like, not every once in a while. You'll read words that are just messed up, and then you'll be like, wait, read that back again. <laughs> Look, it's not my fault my brain works one way, okay? I, I can't control that. No one can control that. If I could, I would, but I can't. I mean... I think anybody would if they could. Like, <laughs> just flick the switch. <laughs> just be like, I want you to read this. Like in the middle of class, I'm dyslexic. Twenty minutes later, I'm not dyslexic right now. Actually, my my graded teacher used to point it out to me all the time because we would like we would sit in a circle. 
we would all have the same copy of the book and we would read like a paragraph each and then and we were allowed one skip per per session and every time it get to me i'd skip it because like again i couldn't really read so <laughs> i'd skip it and she goes and then i remember one day we had this conversation occasion why do you skip it every time like, because i don't want to trip up in front of people like you know what i mean like yeah. It's not that I don't know how to read. It's just my brain doesn't like physically let me. And she goes, so how do you read things? I'm like, well, I just triple read everything. She goes, yeah. what? I'm like, yeah, I'm you like, read it over and over again, I think. It's yeah, I'm like, that's yeah. how I read it. Like, I'll read a sentence and I'll read again and I'll read again. She's like, why three times? I'm like, because by the third time, if I miss something the first and second time, I know I got it by the third time. That's how so I read too. Like, yeah. I, I can never read something out loud the first time I read it. Then I'd mess up everything. Like, Yeah. Well, yeah, but like. Language is not my thing, though. Like, <laughs> language isn't. For a lot of people, like so, you, I think it has to do with like you're you're more artistic, right? So yeah, like I don't know. I feel like just speaking. Like I only speak English, but just speaking English, I feel like is, it was difficult for a long time. English. Yeah. Wow. Just and, learning English. And I'm hard. and I'm over here with like two and a half languages, struggling, questioning life. Why did I do this to myself? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because what's your other language? Because I we we were. We're fluent in Spanish. Yeah, we can say, we're, I fluent. say that? we're fluent in Spanish. <laughs> we're fluent in Spanish as well as English, and like I understand, like a like lot I of mean, French. we understand French, but formulating our own sentences to respond to what has just been spoken to us, we find difficult. That's why I say two and a half languages. Mm-hmm. I've been trying like, like, I... French, oh, sorry, um, Spanish during quarantine, but I feel like I feel like again, I feel like it's a lot more easy to understand people speaking Spanish than to try and like think of your own sentences yourself. It's yeah. also like I must be it, like also like nailing the words right because like the R, the R is like the like in one. English, the R is like really pronounced as like R, and it's there's no roll of the tongue like yeah. in Spanish, like when we say car and then Spanish carro. Like we have yeah. to roll the R. See how he just rolled his tongue? I struggle with that. And I've been speaking Spanish learning and he's been alive. So See, but like <laughs> you know what helped me with that? Trying to learn how to beatbox. You know what that that's that's a you thing, not a me thing. But like it's it's yeah. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, no, uh off actually uh, oftentimes when I'm talking to like people who like who come to Canada or like actually uh when I was in college, I was doing this uh, this like placement slash co-op slash internship because like everyone has a different word for it, and I have to like cover all the countries for every for every country, every country that listens has, to this. Yeah, like everybody has something different. But um, I was like working at this like immigration office, sort of a settlement office actually, and uh, and one of my supervisors, she's 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 also from a Latin American country, and uh, and she's like, so when did you get here? And I go, oh, I, I was I was born here. And she goes, what? And I go, yeah, because she saw me talking with like a client in Spanish who was from Spain. She's like, your Spanish sounds like you were like born there, like as a little kid, like like you were like five and then they yeah. brought you back. Like she's like, cause it sounds that good. And then I'm like, no, I'm like, I just like I just learned it here because <laughs> my parents spoke to me in Spanish and I yeah. and I got the gist of it. Like over the years, she's like, What? <laughs> she's like, but it was funny because she was like wrapping her head around how I was born here and how I learned it here. Cause she has like two kids and she's like, I can't get them to speak it at all. Like they understand it fairly well but every now and then they'll be like what does that mean mm-hmm. but you know like but other than that she's like they they don't speak it at all or even write it let alone read it and i'm over here yeah. reading and writing and she's like and, and on top of that she's like you're dyslexic what <laughs> so yeah. it's like she's like this is like like she's like, i don't understand but i'm like i think it I think I think language is one of those things that you have to tackle on very early on when you're little because mm-hmm. it just sinks in like i because like, like i it's the moment of learning well, yeah, but like in my, like you, you didn't have my experience. My experience was like growing up was like I, my mom was going to like English school at the time. Yeah. She didn't speak English. So I was put in daycare. You learned Spanish first then, right? Sort of. It's it's a little, it's a little in the air. It's kind of both <laughs> at the same time. Like, well, it's because he was placed in daycare. I was placed in daycare because my mom okay. was in school. So like in daycare, I was hearing English from like all those people all the time. But then I go home and everything was in Spanish because my mom only spoke Spanish. Yeah. Right. So it was like this, like I was learning both of them simultaneously at the same time. And then when my brother was born, one of our cousins came to help us because, well, it was it was well, she just really wanted to visit at the same time. Well, I mean, the first year was kind of all hands on okay, deck yeah, sort of situation like a, yeah. <laughs> because like my dad had to like he was still working and it was like this whole thing. And then there was me and my little my older sister. So it was like just there's so many things going on. So our cousin came. She was here for like almost a year or she was here for a year. But it was really funny because with her, I had to. Again, she only spoke Spanish because she was from Mexico. She didn't speak any yeah. English. He had to converse. So, like, <laughs> I had to, like, forcibly, like, learn, like, speak to her in Spanish every time I had to say something. So, it was, like, this constant of, like, trying to, like, right? So, like, I was in school and I remember it was, like, I was in grade 
two or one no it was in grade one at the time so like in grade one still learning like how to read in grade one and then like i'd come home everything in spanish again right so it's like yeah on, constantly having to it's like it's like it's uh, to the public it's all english but as soon as you get home it's all spanish yeah. <laughs> it's like the other thing too is like for us it's like when we want to make a point about something we'll instantly change the light like our language will change into spanish like we're when we want to get it when we're trying to make a point <laughs> to like a suggestion or something and we really want it to be heard we switch to spanish just like that it's like on a flip of a dime it also also like ha- like there's just something about having an argument in spanish that's just so much you you can explain yourselves in different ways there's more of like variety of to say the sack the exact same thing which can that's be explained about concept. language is it like it gives you like a structure to how you frame your thoughts in a way so if you don't have the word for something there's no way to describe what you think and that's what's cool about like other languages i think because they have yeah. words that mean things that we don't have sometimes not direct translations of words you know yeah, yeah. like we we have hard time I'll, with I'll, that often, sometimes. oftentimes i'll be like i want to say something in english but then i'm like there's this doesn't exist in english like how do i tell yeah. you like right so it's like I, i'm and <laughs> i have this like funny moment where um there are times where i'll be talking with people and i'll like trip up on my words because mm-hmm. i'm like in Spanish, you have to say things fairly quickly because it's a lot more words than it is in English. Mm. But then when I'm talking in English, like it'll just keep carrying over. So I feel like I'm like racing, but then I'll get tongue tied because the word will click in my head in Spanish, but not in English. So then I'll yeah. start saying it in Spanish and then finish it in English. I'm like, what am I saying? <laughs> yeah. See, another thing we, we've gotten good at like Spanglish or like a mixture of like English and Spanish where we're like talking in English and talking in Spanish. We've actually had a few instances with like with like people who like just come to Canada and like we become friends with them and they're just like you guys do that so well like I'm like I understand English and Spanish but like you, what well, even like <laughs> we even had instances where like, people will come over to our house and in our house all the time it's like basically it's a free for all English and Spanish like are all over the like, place our sister's like been learning like Portuguese and stuff so she like throws in Portuguese but she can also speak French so she tries to throw in French in there and we're just like why are you making this more difficult than it needs to be right? so yeah. it's like so when people come over they're like dude I have no idea what's going on like half the time like they're like you guys are too much speaking English you guys are speaking French you guys are speaking Spanish Portuguese like what is this <laughs> confusion all around yeah but yeah, it's uh, it's 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 interesting to say the least. I don't know. Language is one of those. It's one of those. Uh, it's one of those identifier things, I guess. Like, I think for a lot of people, especially like in Canada, because most of our population immigrated here, it's yeah. one of those like you hold on to it because it's like it's the only. It's kind of the only thing you have left, right, from home, right, yeah. or from wherever you're from, right. It's also like like I mean, even if you come from an English speaking country your accent in said English is what you got left, right? So, like, uh, for a lot of people, I remember um, when when you meet certain people here, like, they're English or they're Spanish or whatever it is, um, it's always, like, interesting. It's, like, cause as soon as someone talks, you know exactly where they're from or, you know, where they came from or, you know, like, it's it's very nice and it's an, it's an identifier. But there's also, like, this sense of pride that people have with it. They're like, yeah, I'm from here, you know? Like, this is where yeah, I'm from. I've heard people, when they learn English, uh, will try to keep their accent and they don't want to get rid of their accent because they want to keep the identifier, I guess, of like, yeah, where they yeah. keep, right? But I think like going back to the traveling thing too, like language is such an important thing for that. And it's really cool you guys like, are fluent in multiple languages because that opens up a lot more opportunities too, especially Spanish because it's all over not, the world. I mean, not in Canada. <laughs> I mean, you know how many, t- you know how many times? I mean, in your field, it's no, pretty much you in Do you know how many times I've been in an interview and they're like, so do you speak French? And I go, no, but I speak Spanish. And they give me this look like, okay, so? <laughs> like, okay. Actually, I had this, uh, I had this professor once. He, uh, when I was in college, he was like, um, how many of you are bilingual? And uh, like, and uh, all all the kids who speak, uh, all the people who spoke French put their hand up. And he turns mm-hmm. out like, so like, agent, put your hand up and don't ever let anybody else tell you that you're not bilingual. <laughs> like he gave me like this like crazy look, and I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, but like, I guess I guess I'm bilingual. <laughs> but he was like trying to like because he had he had seen me speak Spanish before. But it was more of yeah. like him trying to like say, hey, don't let anyone ever tell you you're not just because you live in Canada. He's like, it's wrong for people to like do that. He's like, he's like because honestly, he's like we we have people who speak more than just two languages. And it's a multicultural I, country. Oh yeah, but I met this kid. Uh, not this kid. I mean, I met this guy who works in. Uh, where did he work? I think he's from Windsor. Mm-hmm. He's like a social worker in a, in a school board and he was telling me that um he has uh he had a big issue with like international students or students who just or people who just came to canada and uh they were trying to get them into the ib program yeah. because like oh you guys are fairly smart you know you should be in the ib program and the principal of the school said no they like they, they can't like they don't speak english and his rebel was 
you see that student over there? And he goes, yeah. He's like, that student speaks 16 languages. Name one of your IB students that can do that. Yeah, exactly. There's no IB student in Canada that can speak 16 languages. Like, unless yeah. he's one of those kids, right? But then, like, my question, my follow-up was like, where was he from? And yeah. he, goes, <laughs> he goes, oh, he was from Central Africa. And I goes, and because, like, of the conflicts, he, mm-hmm. as a child, he moved around a lot. So he's like, mm-hmm. almost every year, he lived in a different country. Had to pick up a new language. When I went to Africa too, there's so many official languages in a lot of these countries because the way the African countries are divided up now is kind of how the colonies were, right? But before that, it was tribes, and the colonies were purposely divided up to where there was so many there were multiple tribes in each section, and so now you have all these different languages in every single country. So when I was in Zambia, they said it was like 40 or something languages that are recognized in Zambia. Like you can be incredibly like on a multilingual in africa there's so many languages oh and- yeah like it's it's crazy uh and like even even like even here like the native languages or the First Nations languages, we're losing those. Like, we're genuinely losing yeah. those because yeah. people aren't learning those anymore. They're not passing them down. And I'm like, you know, what sucks so much is the fact that we're losing that. Like, like this chunk of history is just, like, leaving us. Yeah. Or, like, this little piece that was left by people. I, just, I don't know. I, I don't like that. I don't like having that concept of something that was there. Now it's not there anymore. You know, it's like. Yeah, I'm like, well, you can also, like, like you can learn more globally used languages and still keep those traditional languages you know just still be preserved well like like for example in us um what is it um they're in because in in mexico there are also a lot of native languages i think there's like over 200 native languages just in mexico alone yeah and some of them crossed over into spanish like in mexican spanish so like for example gum we say chicle but other places say something else gomia yeah Yeah, say gomia but chicle is actually a native word for gum so like things like that that cross over and it's also interesting that like um as well as like i don't know spanish has changed so much over the years because of all the conquering and Mm non-conquering like even the Arabs affected um, Spanish because they invaded Spain yeah. in the 1500s. It's this whole thing. Anyway, but like we say oil the same way, the same way the yeah, Arabs do. So, so. But I'm, I'm trying to learn Spanish right now and I'm learning it with one of my friends who speaks Arabic. And sometimes like he'll try to practice his Spanish and I won't be able to tell the difference between him speaking Arabic or Spanish. Yeah, because some of the things he says sounds so similar in both languages. I've noticed. Yeah, because yeah, we have we have the R in the throat. Yeah, that's that's something that's really similar between both the languages. Yeah, so there's a lot of like, crossover, but I think it's interesting how like language is shaped based on like the the events in time and like yeah. how, what happened. Like 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 I was saying, right? Like in the 1500s, the Arabs influenced Spanish, and then it got to Mexico, and then again it was influenced by the natives. Mm-hmm. But the same thing occurred in every country in Latin America. It was influenced by somebody else, right? So, like, especially, like, what is it? Um, Like, if you speak Spanish, like, I don't know, like, even between our parents, like, my dad's from Osari, my mom's from Mexico. They have different words for fruits. Oh, really? Yeah. So, yeah. like, one word will be this fruit. And my dad be like, no, 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 that's this fruit. And I'm like, but... She says, and then he's like, no, 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 this is this fruit. So like, we, we've just left it up to Google to decide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's, it's so bizarre, but I'm like, but it's the same language. Why are there two different, and they're like, because of like the, you know, the, all the conquering and this and the natives and whoever was there when this happened or whoever learned it when this, you know, like it, all of that was influenced by it. But I find that so interesting. And I'm like, I wish I could look more into this because it's like the, the effects of it all. I, I don't know. Yeah. And even now, like the way we speak, the way we speak Spanish, I'm like, if we teach our kids Spanish, they're going to sound like, who knows what those sound like. Yeah. <laughs> There's even a difference between I think, Canadian English and American English because I have a dual citizenship. Like, I was born in California and there's some very different words, even just in the States. Like, And that's so like we all, everyone in Canada lives on the border. <laughs> it's not that much separating Canadians and Americans, but things like the word corner store, they don't have that in the state. They don't understand what that means. Yeah. Do you guys don't have corner store? Yeah, yeah, it's just, I guess, like a convenience store. Yeah. Because, like, if you ask them for the corner store, they'll think you mean the actual store on the corner. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I just I just feel like I've been thrown off, guys. This is like the How biggest, this this? biggest curveball ever. <laughs> yeah, like, so my dad went to American schools, and I went to Canadian schools, and there's, like, a difference in language, even just between that, which is... Also, like, the candy, weird. rockets, and smarties. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like color and favorite yeah the spelling oh yeah i have a prof who keeps spelling it the american way and it's so confusing for me like, <laughs> like a, actually uh, i i remember when i was in grade i want to say grade nine there was yeah. this he was like he was he was like he was like fairly gifted and mm-hmm. uh, he wrote a letter to the school board telling them that he didn't want to have to take grade nine and ten 
English. Mm-hmm. And he wrote this letter. I, I kid you not, I didn't understand a word of it. Cause like the words are like, like on my eye. This is like some, like, are you sure this is in English? And he's like, yeah, it's English. But like, they're like really like complex words. And he gave it to the principal and the principal asked him to explain it to him. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like one of those like those he was using like, the full the full complication of the no, lexicon he was, he, was, he was using like he was using english like to prove that he didn't need to take these classes right and he's like but then the principal the guy running the school doesn't even know what he's saying right so maybe like, he should take some classes <laughs> it was one of those right but he would use words that i genuinely like would would throw everybody off and he i remember he one time told me how when he was six years old, he read an entire collection of dictionaries. Oh, and, wow. Uh, like, from all A, all B, all C. So he's like, so, like, the archive of, like, English in his brain is absurd. Like, he can say a way to, like, explain something that with words you've never heard before. I can't remember this. He is the English lexicon. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this one time, like, something, like, I think it was, like, dilapidated or I think, I think that's the word. Dilapidated? Yeah, where it means, like, falling apart. But he said that about someone's shoe because their shoe was untied. And he says, your shoe is flat. And we're like, what, what did you just say? <laughs> we're like, if you can't get your point across, so that defeats the whole purpose of a language, right? People can't understand you. Yeah, but like, yeah. but like he, he always, I think he, I think forever he'll feel kind of out of place because of that, right? Like mm. he, he speaks English better than it's most his own people English. Do. So it's yeah. like, not but, words other people use. But he doesn't, but no one can like, I mean, also it's like, I think it has to do also with like, he knows an advanced version of our language. Yes. But I think it's also the fact that like his, his audience, right? Yeah. They're teenagers. <laughs> yeah. We're all like, you know, I BRB like, bro. You know, like, I thought it's like if someone spoke like Shakespearean English only, oh I had God. to communicate with people in modern times. Like, uh, in, like a, when you're in high school, you, they give you like a dictionary, basically, of all the terms that you're going to hear where, as you reach experience. Where is it that they, I can't remember where that, there's a place or an island in Thailand where that's how people speak English. Oh, like really? this experience. Yeah, I can't remember who was telling me that, where people speak in the, I think it's either Thailand or Philippines. I can't remember which one, where people speak in the Shakespearean English. That's and I'm cool. like, that's insane. That's like, you know, they, they just got stuck in time. Because <laughs> I've studied the history of Southeast Asia for a few years. And I would say I find it really interesting. But I haven't heard that. So I'll need to go look that up. Someone, cool. t- someone from either Thailand or the Philippines who I met here told me that. Because I remember when we were talking, they were explaining to me. Because like they were saying, I'm like, that sound... Where's your? I'm like, because they kept saying stuff that sounded like art thou. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because then you know, yeah. like thou. I'm like that. That what? What? What are you saying here? Right? And then like, yeah. I'm like where? Where didn't you learn English? Like, oh, I grew up like this area, and I can't remember where they were from, but they said that that in that area, specifically in that area, people speak like that. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. That's like so. Only Shakespeare can. Invent well, it's like the Renaissance <laughs> era, you know, back in like thou art, you know, like you know, it's it's great, but. The point is, is that, uh, I don't know, I, I we could talk about this, like, Actually, forever. we've gone over <laughs> Yeah, we've our gone time. over our time. Let's just keep going. Let's see how long we can make it. <laughs> the longest episode ever. Just, let's just do it. I'm going to go get some food. <laughs> let's go get some snacks. She just, like, that. comes back. Just start munching. You're just going to forget about editing the episode. It's going to be, like, chewing all over. No, okay. So, we did an episode with one of his friend's girlfriends. And her twin sister was getting ready for prom at the same time. So it's like chaos in the house. She's looking for <laughs> yes. this, she's looking for that. And uh, we're at we're at his girlfriend's house. And we're recording in like their living room kind of thing. And his uh, the girl's mom walks in with like a platter of food. You know what his friend does? He just sits there and starts eating. So throughout the entire recording, there's some guy chewing in the background. Oh. So, I, so I spent like, I think like six hours editing out his chewing. And there's like a, there's a specific spot in the episode where you can tell I couldn't fix it because you could just hear him chewing and then it goes away <laughs> because every time I would edit out, it would distort the audio of what people were saying over him. Yeah. So if I forget it, I just got to leave it like that. Yeah, so never, that, was, that was a fun episode though. Never again are you allowed to chew on this podcast. I'm sorry. I'm going to go get a pack of gum. No. <laughs> no one's allowed to chew on this podcast ever again. Tips or something. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like it's, it's, it's insane. The amount of time I spent editing this is like, it's just, yeah. Too much like this i'll finish we'll finish recording this and i'll probably have it up by five wow so and you know what he does he just shows up and talks <laughs> yeah i also control our social media which you still don't post anything <laughs> again I still okay, do look, look i can i can like start posting like in a lot but then 
then I'll get like addicted to posting and a lot. Like so Spam the masses, bro. Spam the masses. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to get into that. You know what's. You know what's funny. She can go so long without posting something, and I'll get notified that she posted something. Because it's been <laughs> so really? long that she's posted. Yeah, like it's funny. Like I have a friend who he's like, uh, he's like, dude, you you take so long between posts. He's like, I'll get like, a, he's like, I'll, my phone will like go off to tell me that you posted something. Uh. Then I'm like. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I know I, I need to post more. He's like, also like, like, he's like, your level of photography is on like something else. And he, cause he's a photographer and he's like, what camera do you use? I'm like, my cell phone. <laughs> I have a second Instagram account, which is just for like travel stuff. Yeah, so I think I follow that I'm one too. I've just only been posting that. Are you following we'll the too? link down below. I'll link, I'm going to link all your stuff down below. Oh, like the first one, the second one, whichever one. All down below. <laughs> All down below. Or to the left, or to the right, or above. Where, so, whichever platform you're listening to. Yeah. You know? Like somewhere in the general vicinity. <laughs> yeah. Wherever the description goes. <laughs> and in Spotify, you cl- there's the episode, and then there's like these three little dots, guys. So people keep asking me where the description of the episodes are. You got to click on the three little dots on the side. And then right there, there's a thing called description. You click on that. <laughs> then the description appears. Yeah. People keep messaging me like on Spotify, there is no description of the episode. You gotta click the three dots. It's like, guys, come on. It's like, we're, we're working our butts off here and you guys can't find a description. Well, no, what I love though is like people are like, when you tell them to comment and they go, we can't comment on Spotify. And I go, find another platform. Oh my gosh. I'm like, you can comment literally everywhere else but Spotify. Go to Stitcher. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's, it's really funny having this podcast because like the amount of like, I got. Ah. Well, the majority of our okay, podcast no. listens to us on Spotify. No, I know, but like the logistics of like doing this, people are like, oh, that must be so fun. That must be so good. I'm like, it's honestly so stressful. It's so stressful. It, it gets oh really stressful goodness. for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, just finding a guest in general was stressful. <laughs> well, I think it depends. See, like I'm lucky. I know, I know people. I'm like, I'm a message this person. I mean, I know people, but they have work stuff. <laughs> yeah. so, so, I have work right now. <laughs> Well, well, see, he's 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 working. I think I don't know where he's working. We'll ask him on the podcast. Listen in. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> to be continued. To, yeah, you'll find out. No, uh, I remember um, when we when we first started pitching this to people was so hard. Like yeah. it's like, how do I? How do you bring this up in a conversation? Hey, I have a podcast. You want to listen to it? No, like the other thing too. It's like, <laughs> hey, can I record your voice? and then possibly upload it to the internet like for thousands <laughs> yeah. of people to hear for like ever like are you are you okay with that like but it's like okay. you see the wrong thing then yeah right like, yeah so like i go through it like i'll listen to it like five or six times before it goes up like there have been a few jokes he's made where i'm like i can't yeah like, it's because like when we're when we're um when we're uh doing our own like not segments but like our own bits bits that like aren't like pre-scripted or anything like that i like i like to like change my voice and make myself like a make make myself sound like a stereotypical like latino or something and like just changing my voice to that makes everything just sound so much better for him so much more funnier you should see his face (laughs) when he starts laughing because all of a sudden i just come at him you know what i'm saying right so uh but yeah so there's like a lot of things i have to crop out like, and my friend's like, you should do it, like, completely. You guys should have an episode where it's completely uncensored. We should just, put, just like. See, oh but sometimes I say things that not even my own age group should hear. <laughs> Are your own age group? Yes. You don't have an age group. Yeah, I do. <laughs> anyway, um, there was one last thing I wanted to say. I can't remember what it was now. You made me forget because you started talking You're about it. You're welcome. Your- I can't remember. I was, I was telling else I was going to ask her. It's my job. What was I going to ask? There was something I was going to ask you. <laughs> I can't remember now. Help them out. Like, Remind them. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I was, was going to ask what you're taking in school. Oh, uh, I'm in environmental studies and geography. Really? So, yeah, which is interesting because I have summer school courses right now, but I have to like go out and collect my own samples. So I've been like walking around the neighborhood with like mason jars, spun up with dirt <laughs> to go study them <laughs> in my house. And I'll have, like a tray, like a like a cooking sheet to like spread all this dirt all over so I can like, examine it and. Uh, <laughs> you know what's interesting about this she's like halfway through she's like i sound like a crazy person (laughs) she's having this whole realization of like i wonder what people are thinking i'm just putting dirt taking it into my house well no like it's just like she's saying it and then all of a sudden she's just like wait what what am i saying (laughs) yeah i'll see people like passing by and i just have like my shovel (laughs) i'm just taking a hole and like 
random areas of my, my neighborhood. God, so the quarantine's over. Text me. I'll come dig out dirt with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be a great... Oh, we're going to talk about it on the podcast when you're done. <laughs> I'll, I'll go dig out dirt with you. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll just show up out of nowhere, like, uninvited. And I'll just be like, are you guys hiding a dead body? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the, no, the amount of, like, almost every time we have somebody on, I'm like, as soon as the quarantine's over, text me. We gotta do something. <laughs> yeah, because it's well, like... actually, I have field camps this summer too, where I'm supposed to go to like other areas of Canada to do research. And yeah, I don't know what's happening with that because I'm signed up for it. I'm about to pay for it, but <laughs> we're not allowed leaving our houses. So I don't you should probably email somebody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Usually, the person in your what is it? It's not like uh, for us, it's called the program coordinator. But I think for you guys, it's like the dean of the program. Yeah, no, just the or know, the person coordinator and. Yeah, it goes direct you to wherever you need to be. Like directed. I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to graduate next month, mm-hmm. but I don't know if that's happening. <laughs> yeah. What are you taking? Uh, I, 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 I went to college. Mm-hmm. I took many things, and then I kind of stopped taking things, and then I went soul searching, and then I became a social worker. Okay, cool. Well, a social service worker. Because he finished. has to service the people. I gotta leave me alone. <laughs> The other day we were talking and he's like, so you're just a psychologist. I'm like, I'm not a psychologist. So you're just a psychologist. I'm like, I help people with their problems. And he's like, so you're a psychologist. I'm like, no, a psychologist tells you how you better yourself. I tell you how to do it and how to fix it. Yeah, you're bettering them. Psychologist. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm not a psychologist. That's a psychologist. Anyway. A psychologist could choose to do that. I'm not certified to be a psychologist. Anyway. So but... a psychologist. Just uncertified. An uncertified psychologist. <laughs> Stop. You're adding more to your title. Just stop. Without even trying. Just stop. You're making me sound like you're demeaning my field. Stop. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, uh, cool. So how how did you come down? Like how did like because you know you were saying how you're very artsy and stuff. So, like I figured like a general arts type of thing. But now it's like how did you conclude in uh, that? Well, I liked science and I liked art, and I was I did apply originally to go to university for visual arts or for like biological archaeology because I liked uh, I think like finding fossils and bones and stuff is kind of cool and just you know holding prehistoric I, I think, creatures I think she saw but, one too many Indiana Jones movies bro <laughs> <laughs> so I thought um yeah, like visual art is something that obviously suits me pretty well but I figured I could just do art anytime like if, as long as I keep doing it in my free time I'm just going to keep getting better and I can do art whenever, but eventually I'm going to forget the math and science I learned in school. So I figured I might as well go into that first, keep doing art on the side. And that's something I can easily go back to. I still plan on probably doing something within art one day, but I think it's just a lot easier to jump into that halfway through my life than it would be to go into science. So I know, plus I get to travel a lot through geography. I mean, when I go to Singapore, or hopefully I'll be going, who knows, with the pandemic, but uh, I can study, like, tropical climates there, which would be really cool. Uh, Here in Canada, a lot of it's, like, permafrost. Um, One of my profs was, like, part of the Permafrost Society, Um, so I can go, like, anywhere for my field, which is pretty cool. And the environmental studies part, that's just... Yo, she thought this through so much. Like, I literally opened a book. I'm like, I'm going to take that. <laughs> well, yeah, so the, the normal studies thing, too, that was just an elective. Because I originally said I went for biological archaeology the first year. And then I took environmental studies as an elective. And I liked that so much more. Just because, I guess, the program at my school, it, it didn't really fit what I wanted to do. It was a lot more of the social aspect than the actual science aspect of archaeology. And in geography, I found a lot of that, too. I've been able to do like land surveys to find archaeological sites. Uh, I've been learning about like the different layers of soil and how you can date artifacts. So I'm still kind of doing that too. She's making me. She's like pitching this to me. I'm almost convinced. <laughs> I should take this. That's it. I'm set. in environmental studies is to be an environmental lawyer, but then I'm stuck in Canada, right? Because you learn law only for one country. So that's why, like, I need a job where I can just go anywhere. Well, I think Especially if I'm going to go to every country in the world, right? I mean, if you get a job in the UN. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Like that's uh, that's the, what is it? I met someone who, she's a lawyer for the UN and she does like, she was telling me how um, oftentimes she, because, you know, she's from Canada. She's like, oftentimes people like question, like, you know, like your abilities of law. She's like, but they forget that, like, I was a lawyer in Canada for, like, six years. And then after that, she was like, I, I she worked for this uh, company that does a lot of international stuff. She said, I got international law down. Then after that, she's like, I went and uh, I got hired on by the UN. And the UN, she's like, they also make you learn all this stuff about international law. And it's like, she's like, it's so 
like she, you go back to school like who knows how many times she's like but by the end of it she's like you're there she's like and it's oftentimes like but when people when you tell me you're from Canada or your basis is Canadian law and like Canadian law isn't exactly the same she's like, no, no no international law <laughs> yeah she's like it's always like this weird time she's like, but everybody gets the same thing because they learn law wherever they're from so mm-hmm. she's like so it's oftentimes she's like we're like all trying to justify international law over our own like laws from our <laughs> own co- she's like so it's like a lot of conflict all the time <laughs> yeah because it's only so much you can do without international law or it's kind of limiting limits yeah. although at least we have the benefit of like, being part of the commonwealth that seems to have some advantage like yeah. so my profs are from other countries and are still able to work here just because they're part of the whole commonwealth system yeah mm-hmm. that's good all right do you think we should wrap up sure <laughs> okay guys this has been two latin brothers podcast everything that we've talked about is obviously gonna be here um we're gonna link everything in the description all her info uh we'll make a story you know to go follow her and listen to this episode um yeah dm us we still need more content ask us a question if you want our opinion on something you know let us know if you want her back you know there's like a million things you can like uh, the you know what the <laughs> you're gonna start a whole other conversation so we're just gonna end it here guys no, just gonna say we'll catch that. you guys on the next one bye <laughs> no every time no, really you're gonna bring it back yeah, i'm gonna that. bring it back because every time we tell people to ask us stuff like we're like you know ask us our opinion about something it's like lately all it's been is quarantine related stuff quarantine people all are like quarantine. how are you doing in your quarantine everybody wants to know what we're doing well, listen to the last episode. We, we can't we can't talk about that every single week guys we need different things to talk about like mom yeah <laughs> Yeah, so where was I? <laughs> We're wrapping, wrapping up. up. All right. Yeah, so we'll catch you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.